reading. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
conspired against me. They told a whole lot of lies on me, but God saved me. My character, my integrity, my faith in God, He saved me. It will not fall. Not gonna bend. Won't compromise. I speak prosperity and I speak health. They whisper, they conspire, they told their lies, but God saved me. My character, my integrity, everything was in question, but He saved me.
for himself, for Jesus and for the Holy Spirit that live in all of us that's been born again. To all the ministers of the gospel, all the officials of God-built church, and to the believers in the family. We thank God for you today, it's a blessing. I, I firmly believe because Christ lived, we ought to be able to live also. Because life come through him. Destruction also come to us when we disobey what he said for us to do. I thank God today for all of you. It's a blessing as well as a privilege to be here today to say something about the Lord Jesus. First of all, let's get this out the way. Uh, Sister Carolyn Williams, would you please come? And we thank God for you because, you know, I like your spirit. I like your spirit that you said that you had been baptized, but it was an early age. You didn't know who you were, what you were, and what you were doing. But when you come into the knowledge of the truth of God, you want to be dipped again. And in case some of you don't know why we get dipped, we die in Christ. And we come up in the newness of life. That's, that's what it's all about. Uh, many of us, even me, I was put in water. I wasn't saved when I first got put in water. I just did it because that's the way he led us to do it. But I want to say to you this day, you take this certificate of baptism. May God bless you and keep you. And now you've been washed in the blood of the land. But you was washed in the blood before you were washed in the water. Thank you. Today, uh, I want to run some minor chords by you. Um, we call them minor chords. I think a lot of them always say they're major chords with me. We're going to talk a little bit today about culture, our culture. Our culture, no man started our culture. Only God was able to start our culture. The word of God say in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And anything that was made was made by God. So if the Bible strictly stay with me and follow up and, and God said he can't lie and prove itself, then the one that made you made me. The one that made Adam made me, huh? So then if that be true, so oftentimes we as believers in Christ Jesus, what we do, we go and we listen to a lot of schisms, alternatives. We take the church and we try to make the church what we want it to be. We try to say that if you don't do it like this in the church, then it ain't no church. But today, I, I want to get some things out of the Bible and just share with you a little bit. Uh, I realize today is communion day and I realize that Maybe some of us need to go to work and everything. 
But it's a lot of time what we have to do. We got to straighten things out before we get out. If we don't do it, then responsibility is going to fall on our shoulders. And we're going to have to bear the burdens of somebody else. And we, well, we should have corrected at first. Wouldn't have to go through all of that. You know, people say all the time, the church got to go through hell. The church got to be tormented. They're going to be lying. Oh, that's true. They'll be lied on, but it ain't got to be true. He say lied on, not truth on, huh? Lied on. Say, we'll we're going to be lied on. It ain't got to be the truth. And, and if, if you're lied on, you can take it inscribed. But don't let it be the truth because you're going to bring forth condemnation. In the book of Romans, it says, you're condemned already if you're walking away from God. But if you're walking in God, in Christ, there's no condemnation. So, so oftentimes, people have told us who we were. And I want to take the Bible this morning, all you scholars. I want to take the Bible and try to paint a picture this morning. Next month is called, what, uh, we have our heritage history, uh, black history. It's going to start February. And I want to prove a point where history comes from. Where the origination of all mankind, where it started from. In Genesis, second chapter, starting with the seventh verse, I want to read. And we're going to look at some things. Genesis 2 and 7. And it speaks as thus. And this is God speaking. And, God, and, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and <clears throat> breathed into his nostrils and breathed the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, good and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge and the good and evil, good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the whole garden. And from thence it was parted into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is the which compares the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the goal of that land is good. There is the bellum and oxen stone. And the name of the second river is the Gihon. The same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel. That is which goes towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates River. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. God help us. You need to know where you come from. 
Well, the Bible states that we come from God. I believe the word. I hear all kind of theology and theories about mankind. But I believe that the holy word of God is the total truth and nothing but the truth. The Bible said God formed man from the dust of the earth. You say dust, not mud. All the writers, and if you go and look in their history, they say the first man, Adam, his name means red mud. But God ain't say nothing about making nobody red mud. He said from the dust of the earth. John on the Isle of Patmos, when they whooped him, He's a faithful and a, a firm brother in the gospel of Jesus Christ. He followed Jesus everywhere he went. Never denied Christ or nothing. They tried to kill him, put him in, boil him in hot oil, trying to stop that ministry. But they could not do it. But they took him on Patmos. The Isles of Patmos. Left him out there to die. And Lord, when, the, when, when, when we've been misused, abused, and tortured, when we've been talked about, scandalized all in our life, and you ain't fit for nothing. And then when we throw our arms up and tell the Lord, say, Lord, have mercy on me. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do nothing no more. I'm in your hand. Then what God does, he come in and take over them. That's why the New Testament tells us to submit ourselves to God. If you submit to God, it ain't no more you. It's God running the show. And you're going to have to do the things that God say do. You're going to have to do them in order to survive in this land. But here in this word, say God formed man from the dust of the ground. And I just told you Adam's name means red mud. He didn't say no dirt, no mud. He said dust. We didn't say dust because dust is transparent. You can see through it. Dust represents the spirit. Dirt represents the man. I mean the physical earth body. But dust is not physical. It's just like spirit. The spirit of God lives and dwells in all believers every day. You don't see the spirit. You see the work of man. If there ain't no work coming out of man, that's telling me that man's not fixed by God. But when man work, and I'm talking about in the body of Christ, that means he's fixed up by God. When you don't have to make him do things, he's been fixed. He volunteered freely and go do the things that God say do, that means God controlling his life. You submit and sold out to yourself. Now God is doing what? He controlling because he made us. He know all about us. He controlled our tongue because the scripture, James, the brother of Jesus say, can't nobody control the tongue. You got to be born again. Filled with the Spirit of God in order to control the tongue. Because many church people, they'll say anything or everything. They'll dance in the Spirit, talking tongue. Come right around, you step on his shoe. Lord help us. Y'all don't want me to say it. I know, I know how you feel. I feel your spirit. And say some things that's not good for man to hear. Paul said he went to a place once and said people were saying things that wasn't good for the human to hear. 
Come on now. Let's don't be foolish. He said here, God formed us. And he formed me, and the story here today is in eastern Africa, where man was first come on this earth. Eastern Africa. And they have named many names now. They've changed and divided Africa so many ways that you don't even know Africa about this little now. The way we got it in modern times, about that big. And it's the mother country of the whole earth. It's the mother country of the whole earth. It's even in history, but they ain't going to tell it like I tell it. They don't want to mess your minds up. They want to keep this thing like they want it to be. So, here God informed us, made us like in his image, his likeness, right? Made us like he want us to be, like he is. And then he made us, and, and, and look what the words say. And the Lord God planted a garden. In other words, what God does all the time, he wouldn't send me to a place and don't make reservation for me when I get there. God would not bring me on this earth, then don't have nowhere to stay. Foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the son of man have not where to lay his head. Huh? That's because man dealing with it. And he hadn't fulfilled his promise. Look, you got to be able to, when, even a slave, even a slave, do you know after you stay in under a master seven years, as a slave, he's supposed to release you. He's supposed to release you for seven years, you're supposed to be released and after he released you, he's supposed to give you enough goods until you can go and find a job or get on another slave master. <laughs> I hope y'all see it. I hope y'all can see it. If I was a slave for Dyson, and Dyson let me go after seven years, when I get to Willie, I thought Dyson's supposed to take care of me until I get to Willie and get back under him. Then he's supposed to look out for me. Seven years. Some of us stayed in slavery hundreds of years. Now, watch this. Now, don't you get upset with me. We stayed in slavery hundreds of years. That broke God's commandments. Y'all not listening to what I'm saying. Hundreds of years we stayed in slavery. Why is that? They knew the word. They knew the word, what the word said. And then sometimes they let us go and they didn't give us nothing, told us to make it on our own. And then still when they put us away and told us to make it out of our own, ask Israel. We got out there and Israel ate the best food, drunk the best water, huh? Had the best everything. Because God, they give themselves to God. And the Lord told rich Egypt, which was black country, Rich Egypt got all the money, all the silver, all the gold. I just read it to you. Yeah. Had everything. Yeah. But guess what? They didn't have Jesus. Can I just say it smoothly? You can have all things. You can have the best education, best demonstration. You can have the best, best car, the best home, the best everything. Listen, that me good. But if you don't have Jesus, it's going to be some trouble.
We need Jesus to put with everything we got. We need to acknowledge him in all things so he can tell us what to do. We ain't going to go on our own. We got in this country, we got people still believing racism. Yeah, amen. And if I just could get a moment to say something, race is the right word to use. The wrong word to use is color. Color is the wrong word to use. Race is the right word. God told Israel, don't marry nobody. Now watch this. Watch this. Don't marry nobody but Jews and descendants of Jacob. That's all I want you to marry. But when they went into captivity, now think about Ham and Shem as two brothers. And we go around here to my white man, black man, no such thing as that. Watch this. Ham and Shem, Ham had to marry Shem children. Shem had to marry Ham children to, to make it like God said, like the sands of the sea. And we multiply. This, this world is 86% of people of color. Y'all didn't hear that. Yes, sir. Of people of color. Now you got all types of people come from the same two children. But we want to make division among them so we can hate each other and don't receive the blessing of God that he got in store for us. Instead of loving one another as God say love. No greater love than this the man to lay down his life for a friend. Planted the garden and then put him, otherwise he put him in his house. God made him and then gave him somewhere to sleep, eat, huh? To rest. And out of the ground, hear me good, out of the ground made the Lord to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Did you hear that? Trees. We call that, out of, the background of that tell me herbs. God made us to eat herbs. We wasn't made to eat meat, y'all, according to the Bible. After Adam messed up, he allowed us to go and eat meat now. He said, pray over and eat it. That's after Adam messed up. But we was made to eat the herbs of the earth. He's God. If I need some water today, I'm going to have to call a, a company, a drilling company, come and drill and drill until he find water and it's going to spring up through the pipes. Watch this. When God, when Israel told God they was thirsty, he told Moses, touch the rock. Moses got mad and we got to watch that. Preachers got to be careful these days. Just so the people don't do just what we say. We don't get mad and say, Hit it and knock the devil out or whatever. We just do it like God said. Just touch it. Speak to it. Speak to it. There come the water. When everybody's struggling, and I always put a little humor in, I say, when you do it like God said, he almost drowned you with his blessing. 
That's right, your cup run over. That's what it is. And think about this, no nozzle on the rock. But when it had enough water, they stopped putting, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. The water cut off. We got to understand God. And he the one brought us to where we are even this day. I'm rejoiced for over there. Plant this garden in Eden and he put the man and the woman and he gave them water, everything. They had light, food, water, everything they needed. He was right there for them. They didn't have to want for nothing. Then he gave, hear me, he gave them authorities over everything on earth. Every creeping thing on this earth, man had authorities over Everything was obedient. Sometimes I'm scared to go in the woods when it's hot. Because them snakes out there. Y'all you, you, understand what I'm saying. In the wintertime, it's all right because I know they're looking for coverage out of the cold. But when it's hot, I don't want to go in the woods. Think about it now. We see them sometime in our environment rounding about us. And they put a little fear in us. But watch this. When God had us, when we was in authority, when we had dominion over everything that creep on the face of God's earth, we walk up to a snake and say, get out of the way, let me buy. It did just what did you say. Every animal on this earth took heed to what you said. Because God told. That's what you're going to do. They submitted to you. He even go and told, I want you to go and call a kind of each. Two of each, file them. <clears throat> Tell them to come by, walk by you, and go on the ship. Now think about this, y'all. Y'all may see I'm out of my mind. He told the man, said, go and call two of every kind that you got on earth. You got to name them too now, huh? Ooh, no. I ain't never seen this creature, but I got to give him a name, and I keep the name in my mind. Nobody but God can do that, y'all. You leave out the front room, go in the kitchen, you forgot what you went in. <coughs> This man had to, he knew everything he named. They come back before him. He told him what he was. This is God. This is the power and authority of God. So he put him in this house and he, he made a good house for him. Wasn't no thorns and thistles in this house. Sin caused that. Lord help us. And now, now look what he said. Now I got you to eat out of everything, but there's a tree in the midst of the garden. Now, these Afro-American people, if that's what you want to say, these are Afro-American people he's talking to right here. He said that, look, all them trees out there go eat from them. But see that right over there? In the middle over there? Don't fool with it. I look at TV all the time. They said, I'm, I'm just being straight, they say they got a, a, a werewolf out there. And here come the lady, uh, nosy, girl, whatever. Y'all forgive me, ladies. I'm just saying y'all, because y'all ain't brave as us. You know? <laughs> here they go outside the door. The wolf got you. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is this. Let, let, let's don't always venture out too quick. Let's see what's going on, what's happening first before we venture out. And when we venture out, put the light on. That, that's, give it here, sir. Yeah. Before we... Bench y'all, Let, let's put the light on. Other words, take the mind of Christ. Put his mind on. And then he's going to lead, guide us, instruct us in all things of righteousness. And then when we see the devil, we won't get fearful. 
we'll be able to meet him head on. He said here, God help us now. Put him in the garden, thorn him, from the dust of the ground, from the dust of the ground. All these trees eat it, but that tree over there don't fool it. Now, we didn't went out there and we trying to see. Let me see. I'm just going to see how it tastes. I just want to see how it tastes. Well, what they did, and I once again, uh, you don't fuss. Once again, you'll fuss a little bit. But uh, sorry. Once again, what Satan did, he came to the lady. And it said, look, baby, say, this good here. This good. Look. Oh, that's good. You know how it go. That's good. And she said, it's good, babe. Baby, it's good. Eat a little bit. Trouble. 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 Then 42 generations later, a man had to give up a perfect life. Take on the sins of not just my community, my society, but the whole world. And do you believe it has some sins in the whole world? He had to take up the sins of the whole world in order to bring us back into the fellowship of God like we was then in the Garden of Eden. Because when we sin, the moment we sin in Eden, God ran us out. And he put serpent angels at each end of the garden with swords in their hand in all directions. And if we'd have come back in that, that would have been it for us. What, what are you saying? The worship place of God, the place of God, the temple of God need to stay holy. Anything can't be in there. If I'm not according to his will, I need to get according to his will. So he's telling us here, say, don't, don't fool with that tree. We always want to, you know, check it out and see what's going on. And there was a river that went out of Eden. Now listen at this good. Had never rained now. River that went out of, out of <coughs> listen good, of Eden to water the whole, what? The, the garden. And from this it was, what, parted into what? Four heads. Four heads. The, 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 and and uh, the name of the first river was the Pison. That is, it which compares the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. Your oil, your gold, your bellum stone, your oxen stone, all the riches of the world is still in Africa, y'all. I don't care what you say, it's still there. God put it there. You can't run out of oil. I don't care what you tell me, how you talk to me. You can't run out of oil at no time. You can't never run out of gold at no time. Oxen stone at no time. The bellum stone at nobody. They lie and tell us all the time about, uh, about the oil. They got to raise our price. They got so much oil in Africa. Until we're able to produce any, as long as we can live, we got enough oil to take care of us. And gas to take care of the whole world. Not just America, but the whole world. You'll never run out. God don't let you run out of nothing when you come his way. And we go around here and talk about the price because of this and price. He ain't worried about no price. He want to let us know that he's God. How can a man put oil in the veins of the earth one time and you never run out? And we go to the gas pump every three or four weeks and you see a truck sitting there trying to refill. The Lord trying to let you know he the boss. And we need to do it his way. Not our way, his way. We do it in other ways, it's the wrong way. 
And it says, and the gold of that land is good. The bellin and oxen stone. Good God Almighty. And the name of the second river was the Gihon River. The same is that which compassed the whole land of Havilah of Ethiopia. Ethiopia is one of the sons of Ham, Cush. Ethiopia, one of the sons of Ham, Cush. You had the Cushites, the Hittites, Jubasites, Jebusites, all those people from the land of Ham. It went on to tell us, and you need to hear this now, and the name of the third river is Hittachar, that is in which goes towards the east of Assyria. That's still Africa, y'all. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. That's the biggest river now, supposed to be in the world, whole world. And they come out of the forehead, come out one of the, out the main stream, emptying for forehead. Now think about this, the Garden of Eden, God fixed it, where the water ran out of there and ran in and put the whole garden and never overflowed another. He took care of the whole garden, it never overflowed. Can you understand that? It never overflowed. This God doing things, but we got to be obedient. If we're obedient to God, then he's going to show us the right ways to go. And the Lord spake, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden and dressed it and to keep it. Now watch this. God didn't put no burden on nobody. Didn't no grass grow in it. No stickers, no thorns. It was a perfect garden. And he told man, all you got to do now is just keep it dressed up like it is. I don't fix it the way I want it. Keep it dressed. Now, I'm going to show you something when it's God. If you go to the north end of the Persian Gulf, hear me, you'll find the Garden of Eden today. Underwater, listen good, but the flowers are so pretty, it's unbelieving. It's still going. Underwater, it's still going. North end of the Persian Gulf. You're talking about beautiful. I seen a film of it. They went down there and I said, no, that can't be real. Up under the water, them flowers so pretty. Every year. You know, like over here, they die out every now and then. Them flowers so pretty never die. And that's telling me that, look, if we in Jesus, we ain't gonna never die. We might lay down and sleep a little while, but we'll never die. And we gotta be in Christ, y'all. And we got to pray that we stop going around here. We coming to a close. We got to pray that we stop going around here with always white this and black this and start saying, brother, sister, we're working together with Christ Jesus. That, that hurt people. That hurt them when you talk about them. I don't care how tough or how weak they are. That hurt people when you talk about them. Then use color too. That's bad. Satan ain't looking for no color. Anybody he can get in, he gonna get in there, huh? That was a white man the other day, he did all that shooting. Huh? A black man the other day hung himself. He ain't looking for no color. He looking for somebody he can use. And if we don't get prayed up and stayed up in Christ, he'll use you. You going around here thinking about you got it all? He'll come right in you and use you up funny. The way things go normally, we always 
put things the way we see it. But that has nothing to do with the way God sees it. Do it like God say do it. And he's going to take care of you. Don't do it your way. Do it like God say do it. Uh, he told man to keep your house clean. You just keep your house clean. That's all I want you to do. Keep your house clean. Then he gave us a diet too. Say go eat them herbs. Well, you're going to be alright. You don't need to take no blood pressure medicine. No blood sugar medicine, huh? No steroid medicine. You got to take none of this. Just keep the house clean and all that's gone now. The only sugar you have in you, help me, Lord. The only sugar that you will have in you is that which God put in you. We got a few people going around here. Bending their wrists and elbows, that ain't no sugar. That's bad stuff there. <laughs> hear me, hear me. Both sides. Women's going around here. Doing things not decent with society or humanity. That ain't the sugar he talking about. He talking about the sugar that he gives. The sugar that he gives, you're never hungry and thirst no more. Peer. All men to know that you are my disciple because you have what? Love one for another. This the sugar he gives. A man lay down his life for his friend. That's his sugar. A man that spare my life, take me out of danger position. That's sugar from God. Then I, I don't even understand this. I'm planting a seed in the ground. I bite one seed, same seed. I bite it, and that seed ain't sweet. But I put it in the ground. Y'all better listen to this, please. I put this ground, seed in the ground. It come up, make some beautiful apples, some figs, some plums, some bananas, and it already got a sugar in there. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? The sugar already there, the kind he won't there. Them hogs. We've always ate our hogs, uh, hogs, <laughs> and pegs. All our life, that's all we, I ain't know nothing else. And some coons and rabbits, some squirrels, some possums, some armadillos. Never had no problem. But I kept on living, kept being here. Now all of a sudden, I go to the doctor and say, you, can't eat no more hog, can't eat no pig, same thing, huh? None of this stuff we need no more. It's nothing we need no more. Can't eat no red meat. No half cooked, just come out two weeks ago, they say you gotta cook your meat well done now. Just come out with that the FDA. Lord, help us. I remember I used to walk and I was working at the at the hotel together, we was little halfway cooks. He was, I was a little halfway cook. And the people coming in and order something, they say, uh, I just wanted to heat it, I want rare. Just heat it on one side and turn it over to the other side and give it to me, that's all. I said, Lord, help me, Jesus. How they eat that? But that's the world. Now, it come out, FDA got it now, we, we about to close. FDA got it out now, you got to have your meat well done now. Because it's killing folks. 
What's going to happen to them people that love their rare meat? <laughs> Help me, God. Help me, God. Help me, Jesus. The Bible tells us, let our diet be that which Jesus say eat. Not keeping God diet will cause, listen, that the door will be open unto death. Even today as we take our communion today, the Bible tells us if we eat and drink unworthy, we bring in damnation to ourselves, even others. When you don't eat it according to the will of the Father. Bible, you today, I look to the hill, but whence comes my help, knowing that my help come from God. If you're here today and you want Jesus to be your choice, Bible, you, I get on my feet, but I'll tell you, Jesus Christ first. Lord, I'm a sinner. Have mercy upon me. Forgive me, dear God, for my sin. And more than all, I want you to please save me right now. By me confessing Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection with my mouth, believing in my heart, and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that God has raised him from the dead, the scripture says, thou shalt be saved. He didn't make our way hard. Maybe somebody that coming today even by letter, baptism, Christian experience, you want to come to the Lord. It's time. It's privilege. Your destiny is here this day. Come. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. Tell it, tell it. Some lonely nights. But when I, I look around, think about it, church, and begin to think things over. Oh God, will that be? Will that be? All of my good days, somehow they outweigh my bad days. Lord Jesus, and I. Sometimes the clouds hang low. I can hardly, hardly see the road. My God, my God. Then I ask the question, Lord. Oh, Lord. Why? Why? So much pain. But he. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 
Ah!